What's up? This is uh, Adrian Uresti. This is going to be episode number one of Fear and Loathing with uh, one of my best friends, Matthew Garza. And yeah, I'm going to hit you with a little bit of intro music. Welcome to the podcast. Let go. Oh, okay. <laughs> we did it. Easy peasy. All right, so now we're recording. I've got Matt Garza with me. We're going to run through a couple of topics. However, we didn't really plan this out too well. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Matt, would you like to introduce yourself, say a little thing uh, to the people that don't know you? Hey, uh, I'm Matt Garza. 6'4", 255. Yep, definitely our sizes. Big boy. I'm 6'3 and uh, 210. Ask anyone you know. No, but uh, all jokes aside, you know it's been, this this podcast is probably gonna be pretty dominated by. Uh, wait, what? Oh, it's still recording. Yeah, <laughs> this podcast is probably gonna be dominated by sports, and um, you're probably wondering why the fuck should we give a shit about Matt Garza and Adrian Uresti's view on sports and their sports opinions when they're five five. They're not in the NBA. 5'7", five, 5'7". Seven, five, seven. Okay, 5'7". I'm 5'6". On a good day, on a good I'm day. 5'6". But um, why should we care about their sports opinions? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be, you know, someone that goes out there and says, you know, because I'm right. I'm, I don't know. I don't really give a shit if you listen to us or not. It's just about, you know, creating some things and putting it out there. And if you like it, you fuck with it. Come right ahead and listen to our podcast whenever we do one. But, uh, you know, it's what we love. It's an outlet for us. And we're going to speak on these things, whether you like it or not. So, would you agree with that, Maggie? Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's nothing wrong with, you know, starting a conversation. I'd say so, too. Which is another point of mine. that This uh, podcast isn't going to be so much about, you know, sports all the time. It's going to be about entertainment uh just things that interest us like the other day we had a conversation about you know how how we're really on a planet with so many dangerous things like animals <laughs> that can literally slap the shit out of us and it knock our heads off like the world is a dangerous place and we we talked about that for like two hours fuck we should have been recording that definitely <laughs> but uh we didn't and now we're recording this. Um, we're going to touch on, like, mostly playoff basketball today. Uh, season awards, I suppose. And um, I think it would be helpful for the audience, Maggie, if we've got all of our biases out the way. So uh, you want to run down your favorite team, your favorite player, you know, all that sort of thing. And then I'll go through mine. So, you know, right now living in San Antonio. Right, right. Obviously, Spurs is a big thing down here. Yeah. But I never really watched basketball as a kid. I really got into it during high school. Mm-hmm. And especially when a little-known player named James Harden <laughs> moved to the Houston Rockets. Who the fuck is that guy? That's probably when I got into basketball and started watching it. Right. On a regular basis. And that's the team I chose as my team, the Houston Rockets. Well, luckily, they're still from Texas. Yeah. So, it's not 
It's not too cheap. At least I'm not a Lakers fan. Oh, come on. Don't throw no, Matt had, Ramos in the bus like the that. Shots. I had to shoot the shots. All right. No, yeah. I, I can respect that. You know, they are they are from uh, Texas, so it makes a little bit of sense. You know, Pudo Pinches Spurs when you're in San Antonio. Pudo Pinches Spurs. Oh, my gosh. I hope we don't offend Spurs fans on here, but... Uh, There's too many. Yeah, the fan base can be AIDS at, at times, and... Uh, you know, same goes for Cowboys fans. You're gonna encounter it. You're gonna encounter that sort of thing all over Texas. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little weird. First off, let me say James Harden was much better in OKC. Uh, Matt guys, I won't agree with that, but uh, I've got a, I've got an OKC bias. But uh, I'm a guy who's got family in Chicago. And I kind of grew up with all the Chicago sports teams. I mean, who didn't, you know, idolize Michael Jordan at some point? I kind of grew up in that era where I saw him play a little bit for the Wizards. And everyone was telling me how great he was. And I kind of just fell in love with, like, the myth that Michael Jordan was. So, naturally, I'm, I'm a Bulls fan. And, you know, I was a Cowboys fan growing up. But the Cowboys are ass. <laughs> let's no. fa- let's face it. I'm sorry. Not the boys. It's hard to root for those guys, especially with Jerry Jones at the helm. Like they never draft the players that I want them to draft. It was just it was all too much. And Tony Romo's gonna win it this year for sure. <laughs> Man, and the crazy thing is, I liked Romo. They moved on from him, and I just couldn't do it anymore, dude. Like, but I'm a Bears fan, Cubs fan. No greater joy than seeing them win the World Series like a couple years ago. Well, now 2016. Um, and who's the other team I'm missing? NHL, I could get into a little bit of talk about that. So I like the, block, the Blackhawks, but... Other than that, I'm going to be straight up with you. The Bulls, there isn't a lot to root for there right now. I'm hopeful for Zach Levine and Markinen to you know take off. One of them's the next Kobe, the other one's the next Dirk. So, I'm hopeful for that, but it's a little bit of ways. We need we need one more piece. Hopefully, we acquire that in the draft. But um, I love Kyrie Irving, so I'm always pulling, you know, for his success. And I like Russell Westbrook, so I'm always pulling for his success. And um, you know, call me a bandwagon, but there's not a lot to root for for the Bulls. Okay, <laughs> like it it's hard being a fucking Bulls fan. So all that aside, let's talk NBA playoffs. Actually, let me pull up the standings here. See, we're hard at work. What? Oh, I didn't. T- I wasn't even typing. Never mind. Not not too hard at work. A little tech illiterate these days, but let's look. Take a look at the East standings. At one, we've got the Raptors. Two, we've got the Celtics. Three, Pacers. Four Cavaliers, whatever. Five Wizards, six 76ers, seven Bucks, eight Miami Heat. All right, Manji, looking through all of it, what's the most intriguing matchup for you right now at this very moment? Mm, that's tough. Probably the Pacers 76ers is interesting, mm-hmm. but I'd probably say the Celtics and the Bucks. Because yeah. you can't sleep on the Bucks. Giannis out here doing crazy stuff. Yeah. They're young, but 
I mean, you just never know. All these matchups are pretty interesting. Yeah. The Heat, crazy. Mm-hmm. But I and the Rock and the Raptors. Raptors playing out of their mind. Insane right yeah. now. Insane. I and I know all the stuff that they don't come through in the playoffs, but <laughs> Demar Derozan going off right now. Oh man, I saw him in that game against Detroit not too long ago, where he dunked on. Oh, what was that fucking dude's name? Uh, Tolliver. Ooh, oh, he, that shit was no. nasty. But uh, he really jammed it on him. Bro, Blake Griffin was coming at them like he really wanted that game, and then at the end, Demar Derozan just I stick. He took the took over him. Me and my grandpa were joking the whole fucking game because uh, Hubie Brown was saying some shit like, "Oh, Demar Derozan modeled his game after Kobe all all summer long." I was like. Fuck out of here, Brown. He, bro's not no fucking Kobe. <laughs> and then, bro, shot, I kid you not, shot after fucking shot. He started looking more and more like Kobe. And my grandpa, the Spurs fan that he is, he said, fuck it, I'll trade Kawhi for DeRozan right now. I was like, what the hell? But, uh, no, DeRozan's looking great. I know in that Rockets game, Lowry came on for 30 points. That was a tough one. I didn't get to see that one. You, that was a, you saw that. So amazing you, game. Best game of the season you've seen so far? Oof, that's a tough one also. The the Rockets Celtics games oh, have been God, insane. Both of, them. both of them. Both of them. Especially the Market Smart one. But I mean what I saw from the Rockets that game really gave me hope. Yeah. The way they came back, they still lost, but they fought hard. They wanted to win that game. Yeah. And then, you know, that's kinda like the argument against the Rockets is like they get down on themselves and they get out with the game, but you know, I think this year it's different. Uh, obviously, you just tell in the way they're playing. What are they? Thirty-three and you know, maybe I'm pulling this stat on my ass. Thirty-three and two with Capella, Chris Paul, and James Harden. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Oh my gosh, man! All, what a, when they all start, what a record to have with those three three pieces, man. Like Capella, there's an argument there. He probably should have been in the All Star game. I mean, there's playing? no talk about Capella, and he's playing insane, yeah. and he's so young too. I know what. Was he a one and done? Out of wherever the hell he was. Let's see. Clint Capella went to what school, and when? How old is he? Let's see. Age twenty three. Oh, he's from Switzerland. So he's a Swiss player. Yeah. All right. Age twenty three, from Switzerland. The Rockets got him with the 25th pick. What a steal, man. This guy is... Steal. It seems Hard like worker. It seems like he's been in the league for much longer than, you know, just since 2014. He's gradually gotten better every single year. I mean, even this year, his free throws been so much more consistent oh he's one of the one of the big men that got that got it right with the the free throw shot and he's developed this some sort of like uh euro step when he gets the <laughs> ball in the paint that's insane for yeah. a big man and he's just a good young talent yeah i mean definitely definitely athletic man uh i don't think many bigs can run the floor with him they can't get up as high as him so great pick for the rockets Excited for his growth. Um, to go back. So yeah, 
those Celtics and Rockets game were, were they were great. Uh, I really like seeing those. Celtics look like the only team that can like give the Rockets a chance, like get, you know can go at these boys in the finals. But to go back a little bit about the East standings, I really do not want to see the Celtics play the Bucks. <laughs> they're they're so plagued with injuries. You know, Gordon Hayward's likely not coming back. Um, I think that much is evident. Marcus Smart keeps getting injured. The god Daniel Tice has <laughs> Daniel an ending meniscus injury. Oh my god, man. What a big loss for the Celtics. That guy's going on the radar. He's a rookie too. Probably best never German heard player of him. to ever play the game. Best, ger- best German player on the Celtics by far. <laughs> I think he's the only one. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. He's 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 going under the radar, all jokes aside, but no. The Celtics are just so plagued with injuries, it's at this point it's kind of bound to happen, like another person goes down and like it really feels like that. Jalen Brown hitting his fucking head on the floor and Oof. Oh man, please don't let it be Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tatum with the rookie wall, too. He definitely hit it. And um, I don't know if a, a long Celtics playoff run is in the, in the future here. And, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, I hate to bring the, be the guy that brings up legacy you know, for Kyrie Irving as a Celtic. But if he's really in this for, the, like, the long term, why would he want to go to the finals this year without Hayward and probably lose to like the Rockets or the Warriors even though I think they could put up a good fight either team but um just fuck it let, let LeBron go and let him be three and six in the finals now <laughs> I wouldn't want to fucking play those teams just let him go yeah well that doesn't sound right but yeah fuck it fuck it do your, do your best but let the Cavs lose fuck that man yeah Hayward will be back next year and this team is so over you know they're meeting expectations and then some the Celtics are playing out of their mind I love the way they play basketball Brad Stevens looks like he's a better mm, player manager at this point than coach pop is because what the fuck's going on with Kawhi like this team's got hella potential the Celtics look like the team of the future they've got all these picks and I don't know I'd say you've had a great year. Don't be surprised if the Celtics, you know, they're out in the semifinals or the, even the conference finals. Uh, but we all know who's going to be the better team in the future because uh, who knows if LeBron's staying with the Cavs or not. I mean, honestly, who would have expected they'd be second in the standings in the East considering they lost their <coughs> superstar player the first game of the season? Dude, seriously. First quarter. Seriously. And, um, I mean, I think it's a big loss. I'm not going to be one of those fucking ESPN analysts, Fox analysts that say Gordon Hayward's the best player in the Celtics when healthy. Mm-hmm. I think Kyrie Irving is a top 10 NBA player. And with that, you you know, you should perform to a certain level. But it's his first year. He's getting meshed in with, like, a second-year player in Jalen Brown, who's probably the, the second option on that team. Oh, Al Horford. But, uh, and rookie Jason Tatum, it's just like, this team is performing, you know, to the max, like I said, and then, and a little bit, and then some, so I'm excited for them going forward. 
Don't want to see them play the Bucks first round because that <laughs> might be an exit, man. Honestly, uh, I mean, with... who's guarding Giannis? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, maybe Kyrie. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, fuck, man. You wish you had had Daniel Tice for that one. No, no, no one's guarding Giannis. He's gonna get his, and plus Jabari Parker's gonna get his legs under him. I hope because mm. I'm, I've got a a bias for Jabari Parker. Also, man, he's gonna be. I think when healthy, he's a really great player, and I love watching him play. I don't want him to get injured anymore. Fingers crossed. But um, that could be a first-round exit for the Celtics, honestly. Um, I think we expect the Raptors to get past the Heat, if that stands. But that might be a tough series. I don't know. Heat, I think people, a lot of people are sleeping <clears throat> on the Heat. They've yeah. got some good players, Goran Dragic. Yeah. I think they can do some work. White if the Raptors side. look past them, I think they're going to give them a tough series. Whiteside... You know, Winslow looks like he's coming Oof. along. I like that guy, man. Wayne Ellington. <laughs> oh, shit, Wayne Ellington. Strapped up. Got some of the best Kobe's in the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm telling Bro, they still have waiters, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, that man. Dion waiters. I haven't even seen him. I haven't before. heard about him. Did he get injured or something? I think so. That man could come on at any time. If he's... Oh, shit. It says Dion waiters injury. Oh, okay. So apparently he had surgery or undergo surgery, yes. Right, no, undoubtedly still putting up points on the bench. <laughs> They're just passing it yeah. on the bench. Shoot it, Dion. No, uh, no it, Pat Riley, dude. There's another guy that just has like uh, a GM. He's just always making like those underrated moves. and You know, the, Heat's, the Heat are always a formidable team. I would like to see them play in the playoffs this year. Against the Raptors, though, I just think they're on a roll. And the Raptors will take care of business. Bro, how have we forget about D-Wade? Oh, shit, D-Wade, man. <laughs> D-Wade. It's Wade County again, man. Like, he's he's back and he's balling. He's doing some Wade stuff, bro. But, he's, but, he's like, what, 30-something? 37 at this point? He's pushing it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's destined for a deep playoff run. Especially now with uh, Jesse's favorite player, uh, DeRozan. Playing the way he's playing. Jesse's really told me he's a Raptors fan, bro. What? He said he likes the uniforms and he likes, he likes that uh that Kyle shout out. I am just like DeRozan. No. <laughs> oh, so, <date. laughs> so uh, I guess he's a Raptors fan. Um, what the Whatever though. I, I'm kind of a Raptors fan. I'm coming along, I'm coming around on these guys, man. They're pretty damn good. And um talk mm-hmm. about injuries, they've been the opposite where their guys have pretty much stayed. In. Everybody. Yeah. Um, I think their total, like, starters are missing games, like, 17 compared to the Celtics, like, 100 and something. I'm like, oh, my God. But uh, I think the Raptors take care of business against the Heat. The Celtics and Bucks. I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Pacers and Sixers would be the 3-6 and six matchup, which has me excited because as a six seed I don't know how this all lays out the point is I'm taking the sixes in this I know you got you like Oladipo mm-hmm. Oladipo's gluten free is playing cold <laughs> this season I don't. I just don't know why you didn't you know do the shit with OKC whatever it's, it's the gluten free bro and I think he's more of a ball dominant point guard he needs yeah. the ball he's quick off the first step athletic as hell 
Yeah. And he's a little see, bro. He is. He is. You, but that's the thing. That's the takeaway. It's always like Russ has the ball in his hand too much, which rightfully so. He's one of the best fucking players. But, you know, sometimes that does take away from guys like Oladipo, mm-hmm. who, when the ball is in their hands, can do also spectacular stuff. So I'm excited for him and, you know, what the Pacers have done. I think they're a real good group. I think also he's got those Indiana roots and being traded back there and um, you know, giving an opportunity to be the guy. It just excited him, and uh, it looks like he's playing basketball with the, with more energy. But uh, 76ers, man. Talk about teams of the future, and you had to mention them. Ben Simmons, although Tracy McGrady says he can't shoot a lick. <laughs> uh, he can get to the fucking basket on anyone, man. Like, Imagine if he could take a mid-range shot. Oh, just Jesus. wait. I, I'm confident that he's going he's gonna to figure it out and be able to knock down a three ball at some point but it's a process trust the process man how tall is he like 6'10 6'10 <laughs> handling the ball probably still growing 6'11 maybe oh um, goodness about the same size as Embiid out there bro <laughs> trust the process I'm so excited for Embiid's uh, evolution too as a player I mean the guy's still fairly young even though he's been like a Redshirt rookie for like five years. Five years. He feels like he's been in the league. He's a veteran already. <laughs> he was in the the Wiggins and Jabari draft. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the guy can. There's not a thing on the floor that the guy really can't do. Um, he's really a unicorn. He could probably bring the ball up if Ben Simmons weren't doing that. But the dude hits threes. He's he some footer. Flash from outside the. He bangs with the best of them inside. Like that All Star game, he was. He looked like he belonged on that floor with LeBron and Russ and all of them. Like the guy's a future star, and how can you not like his uh, House of Highlights interviews and shit? Like he's just charismatic, <laughs> man. I, I'm excited to see him dominate in the league. He just needs to stay on the damn floor. That's the thing, though. He's yeah. only played like how many games, <laughs> and he's been in the league for like. Three, four years. I think there was that stat that he's missed more games in his first couple of years in the NBA than LeBron has his entire career, which is crazy to think about. But, I mean, those are the breaks, man. I mean, if you get injured, you get injured. Mm -hmm. And if you have to take time off for surgery, especially the Sixers, like, everyone knew they were tanking. What's the point of even playing at some some of those games? Like, But uh, hopefully he can stay on the floor now. I'm confident that he, he figures it out, but you never know with those big guys, man. Sixers are in the playoffs. They used to be a joke. Hell yeah, they used to be a joke. I remember joke. watching uh, <laughs> when they had Michael Carter-Williams, and they were such a joke that Michael Carter-Williams was the fucking rookie of the year, <laughs> Michael man. Michael Carter-Williams. Oh, my gosh. Where's he at now? I don't know, man. What? Is he on the Hornets? Probably in the Chinese League or something. Oh. No, I think he is on the Hornets, which tells you something because they're 10th. And like, it's because they don't play Malik Monk, but that's, that's for another segment. Um, <laughs> Sixers, I'm definitely excited for them. I think they beat the Pacers. However, that's tough. That's, that's, that'll be the series to watch, probably. I mean, they're still so young. Yeah. I they love Ben Simmons. Veterans, JJ Redick. Oh, shit. JJ Reddick, man. And TJ McConnell's no joke. He's 
hard nose hustle. Oh yeah. Well, the white guys always have to be right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, Ben Simmons, man, that's. I didn't even really touch on him, but that dude is, in fact, the rookie of the year. Like, Donovan Mitchell this, Donovan Mitchell that, but we're going to look at, oh, I don't know if I can say that. Donovan Mitchell looks great. I just hope it's not like a Tyreek Evans thing where he's great for his rookie year and then he kind of fades out. I think we're going to look back definitely in 10 years and say, Ben Simmons was for sure supposed to be the rookie of the yeah. year when, he, when I mean, he was chosen. Look at the numbers he's putting up. Yeah. Like, how many rookies do you see putting up these kind of numbers? Leading oh. the team. He's... He looks like Magic Johnson. It's a, oh, well, <laughs> let's not say... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, he looks like Magic Johnson out there, man. Like I don't know. I'm not a Magic Johnson expert, but I saw the Celtics and Lakers 30 for 30, so I kind of know these things. And uh, <laughs> Ben Simmons just plays with the with the flair. And uh, I just, there's no way this guy isn't going to be good in this league because he, he has amazing vision, man. Like, at the very least, he's going to be a great passer, and any team can use that. Just wait until he develops a jump shot. I, we would be so lucky if he develops a jump shot early rather than LeBron in his 15th season. Barely getting one. LeBron's the GOAT. LeBron's the GOAT? Well, that's the next series we have to talk about. <sighs> Cavs and Wizards would be the four and five seeds. Hmm. Oh my gosh, man. I'm so sorry, Bran, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Evans said it. He said, y'all be good. Which means Wizards would never be great. Y'all be good. Y'all be good. He really said that. He did, bro. He's always telling him some bullshit about John Wall, too. (laughs) Jared Bayless getting locked up by a bald head. No! Oh no, John Wall getting locked up by Baldhead Jerry Bayless. That shit had me rolling. He really said that. <laughs> but that would be the 4 and 5 matchup so far. And that's Cavs and Wizards. We've got Maggie's GOAT, LeBron James versus uh, Brand's GOAT, John Wall. <laughs> Is John Wall even back yet? No, he's not, but he's supposed to be back for the playoffs, apparently. I don't think it makes much of a difference if we're being completely honest. I mean, I don't even know about this series because I don't even know what the Cavs are doing. I don't even know how they're going to look. The Wizards have been, hate to say it, but like somewhat mediocre. Yeah, definitely. I think they they might be better without John Wall. I mean, Sadoransky's been yeah. playing pretty well. And Brad Beal with the ball in his Woo! hand. He, buckets, he's buckets. looking pretty... And his assist, his assist numbers have gone up too. I've seen him like. For some reason, they still show the Wizards on primetime TV. Like <laughs> ESP. I'm sorry. Like, I might sound like a Wizards hater, but they're not my. They're not the most fun team to watch for me personally. Um. But yeah, his assist numbers go up. I saw him play maybe the Clippers, Sixers lately, and those are pretty good games. He balled out, of course. <laughs> I forgot what that one game lately where he said he got tired, though, at the end of the stretch. And um, maybe it was against Portland? 
And I think it might have been. Yeah. I remember seeing that. And they were like, oh, so now, now what happened to everyone eats? They were talking about <laughs> in the comment section, talking reckless and stuff. And uh, I don't know. I just don't think the Wizards are the guys. Like, they, they, ha- they still, maybe are they missing a piece? Maybe things are really bad with John Wall. They have to get him out of there. They need to build around Kelly Oubre and get rid of all these guys. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. And that's Devin's favorite player. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to Dev. Uh, I mean, Kelly Oubre is pretty good. No, no, he's nice. He's a good defender and his shot's been coming along. And he's got the most swag in the NBA. Ooh, bro. the Supreme Hardens that he wears. Yeah, I think he, between him and D'Angelo, I don't know who pulls more. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh we'll save that for another podcast yeah, that's a different podcast yeah but uh is it safe to say the Cavs get out of that round pretty okay I don't oof I mean like do you really think the Cavs lose first round of the Wizards again not to be no hate against the Wizards but like let's be honest here I mean you know what? No, they don't. They don't. They, they really don't. don't. I mean, LeBron. LeBron's gonna go out there and take the games, bro. Yeah. I don't expect him to just lay down. Yeah. And uh, get beat by the fucking Wizards. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Wizards fans. I know you're out there, few and far in between them. Um, Wizards fans. <laughs> let's uh, segue to LeBron in his fifteenth season. Now, this is a topic I've wanted to touch on. How much time do we got? <laughs> How much time do we got to talk about this shit? Okay, maybe we're going to split this up into segments. Mm-hmm. This is our Eastern podcast, which will get done fairly quickly. I hope. But let's talk about LeBron James and his 15th season real quick. So it all starts in the summer. They just got their ass handed to them by the Warriors. I know for a fucking fact LeBron was out there trying to shop Kyrie for something, just a different combination that he'd come back and play against the Warriors. Whether it be PG-13 and Melo he could have acquired, mm. I think it would have worked out really mm. nice. Or would it have been uh, Josh Jackson and, was it a Suns pick? I don't remember what they were shopping. Josh Jackson? Oh, Eric Bledsoe. Dang, Josh that's Jackson, interesting. Eric Bledsoe on the Cavs. Or PG and Melo on the Cavs. I think PG and Melo would have been really good for the Cavs. They should have pulled the trigger while they had the chance. I don't know where that would that would have sent Kyrie. But um, Josh Jackson and Bledsoe is also a possibility. Would have sent Kyrie to the Suns. <sighs> the word gets out to Kyrie. And now he's a Celtic. And the Cavs got Isaiah Thomas in return. With the bum hip. And who else did they get? Crowder? He's not even Crowder. on the team anymore, bro. Neither God. of them. Neither of them are on the team anymore. Oh my gosh, man. Like, they got him this season. They really move players like that. So now they've turned that all into... They've turned Kyrie Irving into, pretty much, Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, and... Who's the other one? Nance? Larry Nance Jr. Am I forgetting one? Oh, George Hill. George Hill. <laughs> not really... A significant piece, honestly. <laughs> no hate, no hate, George Hill. You're from San Antonio, so am I. Um, shout out to Clarkson. He's from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Went to Wagner. Yeah, he's a great player. 
I mean, he definitely pulls him. For sure, bro. He's not afraid. I've like never that. seen a shot he doesn't like. I like that tandem between him and J.R. Smith. They're going to go out and fire Oof, all the shots. Oh, but uh, getting back to it. I, I was riding for LeBron, man. I want to see the guy succeed. I want to see him win all the championships. I want to see him be great and whatever. However, you're going to let Kyrie Irving go for all of that bullshit. I don't know if my problems with LeBron or my problems with the Cavs. Because I would have said, you know what, LeBron? You've been holding us hostage for a couple of years now. And we don't know if you're staying or if you're going. You kind of got all the head coaches we wanted fired. Ty Lue's the damn coach now. Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue, man. The guy that got crossed by Iverson. He stepped over him, bro. <laughs> That's not a winner. I'm sorry. Stepped over him. That's not the guy you want leading a, you know, a team. The point is, I would have built around Kyrie. I would have traded LeBron for, you know... Dude, you could have milked that. You could have got anything for LeBron. Anything. And they didn't. They could have got, I don't know how many draft picks from the Celtics and set themselves up for the future with Kyrie Irving at the point. I don't know how the hell they let this happen. LeBron is probably gone after this season. Probably, most likely. He's just playing these last few seasons year by year. Oh, man, that Like, sucks. how does that set up the Cavs for the future? And Dan Gilbert knows. He's trying to sell the Cavs at this point. And, um, I don't know, dude. LeBron, you know, he's as great as he is. Gosh, man. As great <laughs> as he is, this is why he'll never be goat level to me. He just, he wants to play with friends. He's always pushing a narrative. Like, just go out and play basketball at a certain point, man. Um, I know. You want to get the best, you know, players around you, the best coaches around you, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But I would get really emotional on this topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> LeBron, it just doesn't make sense. Just go out and win with these guys, man. Like, Kyrie Irving, is he was a dog in those finals. A All dog. of them. Those games he won against the Warriors. Hmm. Those last-second plays. Talk about someone who wasn't afraid of the moment, was going at DPOY Draymond, going at KD. Maybe KD blocked a couple of those shots. I mean, who had the ball in the last second of those games? Exactly, Kyrie. dude. It's like... Another another point I want to make about LeBron is, I hate to say it, but they're kind of right about those garbage time stats, man. In those finals, he doesn't want to take over until, like, the very last couple of plays. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, the game's already <laughs> over. This is stat padding. And, dude, he was just, like, deferring to Kyrie, let him go score all these buckets. Like, LeBron can literally take it to the basket whenever the fuck Every he wants. single time. And get fouled. At least go to the free throw. That's a, another thing. He doesn't even shoot good at the free throw line. I've got a lot of problems with LeBron James. But uh, this kind of did it for me. He got tri- Kyrie traded away. and I just... Uh, not as big as a fan as I once was anymore, man. The only player he could give it up to 
to know that he's going to get a bucket, he got traded. Yeah. He hit the single most important shot in Cleveland basketball history. I wonder if LeBron uh, was salty about that. I mean, who's the second best player on the Cavs right now? That's debatable, man. Mm. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson? (laughs) And what does he do? Just put down rebounds? Oh, my God. And that's... Oh, man. He got the max for that guy. He really... The max for Tristan Thompson. They got the same agent. He was like, yo, yo, better give Tristan the max. He deserves it. Does he come off the bench right now? I think he does. He comes off the bench and he has the max? Look at man, he made K-Love depressed. <laughs> Fucked up. Oh, <laughs> It may not look like it, man. but he's going through a lot right now. Oh, man. Poor K-Love, dude. I'm in Boston, bro. Oh. K-Love on Boston. That'd be K-Love pretty cool. Boston. Do you have anything to say about LeBron James, man? Because I'm lost for words sometimes with this guy. I mean, I think it's impossible to deny what he's doing on a night by night basis. For sure. The the stats he's putting up, how consistent he's been mm-hmm. for the past years. Like honestly, he should have been like in the MVP race for the past like I don't know how many seasons. Oh yeah. But I mean, in the sense of look at where his team's at right now. Thirty nine and twenty eight. Thirty nine and twenty eight. <clears throat> Look at who he has playing with him. And it's definitely not... These games don't look good. No. Not at all. I mean, we see the little flashes, all the videos on House of Highlights, but... He'll show out against the Magic and Suns. But, uh... <laughs> Bro, they just lost to the Lakers. Lost to the Lakers. That's not a good look. Like, In a sense, the Cavs are probably losing LeBron to the Lakers as we speak, man. I mean, some of these games he should be able to just take over. Win the, who's guarding LeBron on the Lakers? That's for that's. How does he not get into the basket every possession? Kuzma. Kuzma. <laughs> no, exactly. That's just a problem I have with him. And you know, here come the LeBron fans, if they're even listening. Let's not get ahead of ourselves and act like we have a big audience. <laughs> but uh, here come the LeBron fans. They're going <laughs> to say, well, LeBron likes to take the regular season off. He likes to save his legs for the playoffs. What is he saving them for? To go lose to Golden State or the Rockets? like To cramp against OKC? Get, for, for real, man. Like, I don't know about this guy, man. I just... As great as he is, I know he's going to get every stat in NBA history. Like, he's going to get the most points, he's going to get all this shit, whatever. I, I sometimes doubt if he wants to be a winner or not. Bro, he's riding around doing an interview with Kevin Durant, and they're in the same SUV. And they're getting along, they're calling each other the be- two best players in the world. Some how you the just play in the world? How you just go from losing to this guy in the finals? He's hitting the fucking dagger in your face. Like what was it game three? And now you're friends with him. You're best friends with him. Like I get it. To a certain point, it's a game. You do this for a living, man. I I would not want to be sitting in the same car as like. I think. Dude, that's... I don't even want to do it with like. We go play at the gym and, it, and Matt <laughs> Matt hits a three on me like. 
he's not my friend anymore, <laughs> man. Like for a little while, like, it, it's hard to get over that. I mean, I can't imagine it on the grandest scale of them all, like world champion LeBron James losing to Kevin Durant. I think that's what's missing in the NBA as of right now. I mean, yeah, it's cool to be friends, but like you want to go out there next when you're on the court for sure. Even when you're off the court, even like I get uh, when the season's over. Mm-hmm. But during the season, bro, especially they just beat you yeah. the year before. Like, oh, I'm coming, bro. He drafted him on his All Star team. He drafted KD as his first pick. Apparently, you think Kobe would have drafted Jack after like that Hell trade? No. Hell no. Damn, I miss Kobe. That's what we're missing in the game. I mean, we even see it, like, with DeRozan and Harden. They asked uh, DeRozan, they were like, uh, is he the MVP? And he said, absolutely. I can see it right here. The Raptors have lost three more games than the Rockets. DeRozan's having an equally as badass season as Harden. Well, maybe not equally, stat-wise. But, uh... They're both having great season, man. Don't you think DeRozan would say he's the MVP? Like, absolutely, James Harden's the MVP. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see... You're, you're pretty much... Okay, they say Harden's a point guard. But they're pretty much shooting guards. They're always guarding each other. Don't you want to say that you're the better player, man? Like, If you don't believe it... Towards the, the point of, of that, playing, man. Like, what the fuck? Towards <laughs> the end of that Raptors-Rockets uh, game, they were going at each other they were guarding each other yeah. and James Harden was playing some decent D no I saw that yeah he was trying to lock him up and that's that's something that really gave me hope there's some competitiveness there but but in the interviews man they're all I don't want to say slurping each other but <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, in a way man they... but I mean where's the cockiness where's the yeah no I'm the best that's why I like Michael Beasley Knicks. Michael Beasley using 11% of his brain. Yeah, dude. I guess you got to. But yeah, those are our thoughts on uh, the Eastern Conference, I would suppose. Raptors versus Heat. I'm choosing the Raptors. You going the Raptors? Raptors. Raptors. Okay. Don't Sel- sleep on the Heat, though. You never know. Yeah, you never but know. Raptors majority. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Raptors definitely because no Dion Waiters. That's who I was eager to see in the playoffs. Uh, How many games do you think it's going? I don't know. Uh, as good as the Raptors. I would say six. As good as the Raptors are playing, though, I'm going to say five. Mm. Yeah. I'd give them a six. Six-game series. Yeah. I think the Heat could pull some back at home. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see all of these series go seven. Oh, my God. No, I wouldn't get enough basketball, man. When is, when is it ever enough, though? Um, never enough. Never enough. Celtics and Bucks. <laughs> I think this one goes definitely six or seven. And I'm taking Celtics by just a little bit. I still got a little bit of hope. Gosh, I just don't know with this one. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Celtics because the form they've been in. Yeah. The way they've played this season, but I mean, injury ridden. Oh no. They don't have. They're not as stacked as they used to be due to injuries. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna take 
That's some brute force. Oh, that's his Guardianis. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. And the Rozier, bro. Uh, I'm not worried. Scary Terry. I'm not worried anymore. Watch out for Scary Terry. Scary Terry, bro. He's a really good player. But all in all, I'd say Celtics take it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can agree on that. Um, six or seven, though, is the right. I definitely say. Honestly, I think I'm going to go seven. Ooh, a seven-game series between the Celtics and Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to try and go out there next. Oh, sign me up, man. I want to watch this series. Oh, it's going to be a good-ass series. Um, Pacers and Sixers is what we got right here. Um, I'm going Sixers in this one. I say it's going to go a, a Sixer. It's going to go six. Hmm. Pacers or Sixers? Pacers are the three seed right now. They really are. Hmm. Who do the Pacers have? Just Oladipo. Never mind. Oladipo. It's <laughs> a bonus. Miles Turner. Hmm. I like that. I like Miles Turner. I think they they play pretty well together. Yeah. Lance Stevenson's oh, hot sometimes. Oh, bro. Oh, oh, oh. He's saucy. Sometimes Lance Stevenson is saucing on the court. Well, let's hope that the pa- the Pacers advance for. Uh, a Stevenson and LeBron uh, round. <sighs> Blowing in his ear and stuff. Right in his brain, dude. <laughs> God, I know he is LeBron. Oof, I had to choose. I'd honestly probably... I think I'm going to go with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Just due to the fact that the 76ers are so young. Yeah. They haven't played like back-to-back series like that. Yeah. Has a... Has a... Embiid... Gonna play through all those games. Man, I just, I hope that the 76ers get there. Well, this is what I hope doesn't happen. They get there and then they like either choke or someone gets injured. Mm. Oh, I, That's I would worst hate. case scenario. Yeah, worst case scenario, but I think these guys are ready to play, man. And, you know, what do they have to lose? Like, they're. They really have nothing to lose. They're a playoff team now. Like, just go for it. Just, uh, faults or not, like, Go for it. Try to make a deep run. I'm considering their number one drafted player hasn't <laughs> played one game. I know, man. They're only going to get better, but they have to figure him out first. I don't know what the hell is going, wrong with, going on with Fultz, man. That's kind of a scary situation. That shot looks terrible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's a different person, bro. He got swapped out. Maybe, dude. Oh, man. Poor Fultz, man. Poor Fultz. What's going on with him? Can't trust those Washington guys. Isaiah <laughs> no. Thomas. Damn, Isaiah Thomas went to Washington. Yeah, bro. That's why I don't trust him. You Except gotta bring the Brinks truck, bro. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Alright, Cavs and Wizards. No hate. Keep this in mind. No hate. Wizards fans. Bro, Cavs sweeping them, bro. Oof. No, I just wanted to say that. They're not gonna sweep them. <laughs> They'll probably go six. I think this this series is negligible. Honestly, like I don't, I don't see anything crazy happening this series. Nah. Go with the Cavs. Yeah. I'm just gonna sun John Wall and Brad Beal for a couple games. <laughs> It'll be over pretty quick. Hopefully, no one's feelings get hurt. Hopefully, no one gets dunked on. It's just no! a simple series for yeah. LeBron. <laughs> And uh, it's over with, man. So let's hope, for Brand's sake, at least. Oh, shit. This is 
fast and easy. Fast and easy. And, uh, no. Better luck next year. Maybe you can go for Demarcus Cousins, but uh, yeah, Wizards not holding the Cavs, bro. Mm-mm. First round exit. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, as far as we can see right now, so this is just a preview. Uh, a couple things to keep in mind, but um, who knows? We've got. Who's just out of the picture here in the East? The Pistons, Hornets, not looking good. I think the Pistons can still get in, right? I don't know. Can they look at their record? Thirty and thirty-seven. Oh, thirty-six not. and thirty-two. Maybe not. So we're pretty much we're pretty much looking at at the series of oh, games. They're behind. six games. Oh no, yeah, from the, they're pretty fucked. Yeah, they're fucked. So um, we're pretty much looking at the series as or the standings as they are. Those are our predictions for it. Now the West. And the next episode is going to be very interesting. Woo! Spicy. Oh, the hell yeah. But um, who cares? I wouldn't want to see the Pistons Hornets in the playoffs anyway. <laughs> I would love to see the Knicks, but... Man. I think the Hornets played decent this season. They definitely had a chance, but... They don't play Malik Monk enough, I know. They're just missing a piece. And it's Malik Monk. And it's Malik Monk, and he's they just sitting there on the bench averaging like four minutes a game. I think Frank the Tank should be taking the ball up. Kaminsky? Every, every single play. Oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Nittle Keenan. Oh, no. Nicotine. Frank Nicotine. Uh, so, yeah, those are just, a, just our thoughts on that kind of thing. We're clocking in right now at 49 minutes, 19 seconds, 20 seconds, 21 seconds. Save some <laughs> time for the ad reads. Yeah. I'd like to thank you, LaCroix, Sparkling Water. You like sparkling water? Pineapple strawberry. Devin had me had some. I think you had it on your bed here. Um, what was the other brand you're drinking? Oh, right here. Topo Chico. Oh. Topo Chico. Aqua Minerals. No, yeah, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I'm just some. I'm more of a water person myself. <laughs> regular water. Regular water person. Well, not regular because I I drink distilled. Ooh. Do your research. That's the best one for you. Um. That's as much as I'll say. You're not gonna get any conspiracies or anything. You gotta pay for the rest. Yeah, exactly. Um, those podcasts come later with Matt Ramos. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait for those. But um, the song in the intro was uh, Reggie Snow's Charlie Brown. Uh, shout out to Devin. He put me on to him, and he definitely has Tablet Creator, N-E-R-D, for a Williams vibes. Big and, shout uh, out to Devin. Big shout out to Devin, as always, providing us with great music. We hope to get him on the pod uh, here soon. But we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up and move on to the uh, Western Conference. So see you there, guys. Goodbye.